this week on the Steam Machine Podcast. Woo! 10 for you, some bitch pile of monkey nuts. We got ourselves convoy. Let's go! Cue the music! Hey everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Steam Machine Podcast. My name is Dalton and joining me as always are the Destructo Bros. What's up everybody? It's Nate. Hey, it's Willie. How you doing, y'all? And this week we are joined by the one, the only, the Grumpy. Is that my cue? Well, I'm sorry, gentlemen. It's been so long. I forgot what it's like to be on the show. Who are you? (laughs) Who are you? I figured the grumpy one is a huge cube, but if you all forget, it's me. It's the original expendable old Jeffy Lube himself. Yes, hey. and all the other nicknames that I've forgotten. That I've I forgot a couple names myself. I forgot Mr. Syllables, old grumpy. I think the questionnaire at, at one point. <laughs> yeah, I think old Mr. Syllables was kind of our way of saying he's got a lot of them now. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Syllables. The, the originable expendable. <laughs> Oh, that's right. Yeah, because we kept adding syllables to that phrase. <laughs> Expended the bubble. Yeah. Um, what do you? What do you, gentlemen? Let's start with. Uh, let's start with Nate. What are you, gentlemen, been up to these past two weeks? Man, well, as you know, I don't know. Was did I finish Sonic for Tears before the last episode, or was it for this episode? Either way, fantastic game. But I guess the bigger news is so- uh, Pokemon Scarlet's out now, and I just today completed the pokedex for the game so good times i think like i think the game itself has a lot of problems like performance wise but gameplay wise i think it's really good so it's like if you can look past some of the issues that it has just with running well (laughs) which sucks that you have to do that it's a really good game like it just chugs sometimes especially like on like i've noticed on water it's really bad I, uh, that's what I've heard is it's got a lot of frame rate drop issues and uh, also like loading in low poly models because it's just absolutely struggling. Yeah, I, I that's what I've read online is that it's a blast if you can get past the technical issues. And uh, I mean, it doesn't dissuade me from wanting to buy it when I get the money. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, mean, I think it's worth it for sure. And it's like, but, you know, it's not a switch issue when it can run games like Skyrim and <laughs> um, The Witcher 3 like. Game Freak or something. Come on, guys. Program it out. Let's fix this in a couple patches, please. Um, what Was there anything not like oh, spoilers? Skip ahead 10 seconds if you don't want to know. Um, was there anything special for hitting the max Pokedex? Like, did you get a special item or anything like that? Yeah, it's like been kind of traditional in the last few Pokemon games that once you complete the Pokedex, it gives you like the shiny badge, which increases the rate of shiny Pokemon in the game. So... It's still terrible odds, but, you know, it's slightly better now. <laughs> so, and I did catch another shiny after I got it. So, you know, I had to help, right? The chance goes from 1% to 2%. <laughs> I think it's worse than that, actually. Cause I, think I was going to say, that's a, that, that's a 100% raise, dude. Yeah, cause I, I, I think the enough. actual, like, before you get the shiny badge, it's 1 in 4,000 chance of seeing a shiny. Jeez, Jesus Christ. Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> dude, that's... That's strong. <laughs> uh, I 
I think the only shiny that I've ever seen in one of the games is the shiny Gyarados that you actually have to yeah. find in gold, and that's it. I think I actually saw a legit shiny Pokemon once in gold, and it was one of those, you know, it took an extra to do like a like a a graphic ac- across the Pokemon. And I was like, what mm. the hell was that? <laughs> and, you know, this was before you realized, oh, that was a shiny Pokemon. Yeah. I'll, and I, I'll probably never see you again. <laughs> yeah, especially back then, it was a lot harder because, like, I think it's easier now in games like this one. I don't know if Sword and Shield did it, but I know that Arceus did it where the models actually show shiny before you go into them now. And because, like, there's not random encounters anymore, it's actually just you see the Pokemon in the overworld, you can go encounter it and you can see if it's shiny before you ever encounter it now. So you can just like pass up these encounters if you see they're not shiny. So I think that helps with at least how quickly you're able to scan through Pokemon and find the actual shiny Pokemon. Yeah, old uh, old Ostar has been fucking killing it as far as shinies from what I've been seeing in the Pokemon chat. Yeah, she's Mm. just crazy, dude. It's like, she hasn't even got the shiny badge yet. So I'm like, if she beats the game and then completes the Pokedex, she's probably going to get a shiny every five minutes. <laughs> she seems like the kind of person that plays the game differently than most. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> like, I don't read every line in the Pokemon chat because I, I haven't played the game, but it does seem like she's like kind of a bit of a stubborn lunatic in several directions and having a great time in that way. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so has it just been Pokemon that you've been up to? Uh, yeah, I think that's about it, man. Like, like I said, I beat Sonic Frontiers. I think it's a fantastic game. I recommend it. But I don't have a whole have lot of you other started playing. I think have uh, you started playing NGU Idol before the last time we talked? Yeah, we talked about that on the last episode. We did talk about NGU Idol last time? Okay, yeah. We, we didn't get a lot further. We started doing challenges, I think. Yeah. I think the only thing you said was uh, you started or you beat the first playthrough, but I don't think uh, you let everyone know that you 100%ed the game your next playthrough. Oh, yeah. I definitely 100%ed Sonic Frontiers. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. <laughs> it's impressive. That game is not that old. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think it's hit a month yet. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's impressive. That's impressive. How do you I- compare it to the, uh, the Sonic Adventures? Uh, I might get flack, flack for this, but I think it's the best 3D Sonic game that they've ever made. Like, straight up no cap. Like, I think that a lot of Sonic Adventure fans are kind of stuck in the um, nostalgia of it. I still think they're pretty decent games, but they've aged. Let's put it that way. <laughs> they're stuck in the past, man. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. Well, <clears throat> then we'll go to uh, Willie next. Then Willie, what you been up to these past two weeks, my brother? Playing anything interesting? I did start playing Sonic Frontiers as well. Um, it's pretty good. I'm up to the second island now. Um, I have a couple of issues with the game, but nothing that's going to keep it from being one that I really enjoy. Um, I think it gave you one of the earliest cyberspace state, the hardest cyberspace stages way too early. Like literally the first shrine you discover that isn't the one you spawn in at is one of the hardest ones to get nest time in. And it makes you kind of a little intimidated by the ones going forward. And I think the game kind of shoves you a little bit too hard in completing the first island before you're really ready for it. But aside from that, like the movement feels great. Moving from place to place is awesome. Um, I think that like there's, there's a lot more to do. One of the things I was most afraid of when I heard they were making a Sonic open world game was like, how can you find stuff for Sonic to do where it's not just running really fast from place to place? And like, they've absolutely built these worlds up to be big old jungle gyms full of, you know, bounce pads and rails to grind and bumpers and 
Like it's 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 a ton of fun to get from point A to point B. And like I think the cyberspace levels really break it up. Like kind of like the mock speed levels from earlier Sonic games where they give you just like a straightforward, like linear timed challenge and you kind of try to improve your routing. I think that's really cool. Um Yeah, I mean I I I also think like I didn't expect exploring to feel good in a Sonic game. I thought it'd be more along the lines of, okay, there's a really big world I have to traverse, but I didn't think I'd enjoy exploring it as much as I did. But I think just doing the little mini challenges to get a little bit more of the map uncovered is extremely satisfying. And I ended up really wanting to uh, see more. Like, But by the time I was done playing a session, I was usually just like, man, that was a lot to take in and I need a break. <laughs> Instead of like, man, I'm already tired of this. Oh, yeah. Uh, I guess that leaves Jeff. Was there anything else? I don't want to cut you off. No, that was, that was, that was the whole thought. <sighs> Hold on, no more thoughts in there? No, that brain is empty. Hidden behind, <laughs> hidden behind that luscious mustache. Oh, wait, there was one more thing I wanted to say, too. I watched okay. the um, entirety of Wednesday, you know, the Adams Family show that Netflix mm-hmm, put yeah. out. That was really freaking good. Like, I really recommend that to, like, maybe you and Megan should watch that as, like, a date thing, Dalton, because I think you both would really dig that. Oh, yeah. I'd be down for that, dude. It looks interesting. Like, the chick who plays Wednesday, like, looks like she plays a really good Wednesday. She does. And, like, (laughs) my wife said something that kind of cracked me up. She's like, like, at first, you know, I thought it was really progressive that they could cast, like, um, a Hispanic girl as Wednesday Adams. Then I realized her dad's name is Gomez. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yeah and played by Raul Julia yeah yeah man Raul Julia was pretty whip ass so what you been up to these past two weeks Hefe? well apart from uh, playing uh, today's uh, game I've been uh, playing the, the the free game that I won the raffle on Rebel Galaxy and yeah. I have actually really been enjoying that game it's Good. Basically, you, you're just a uh, freighter, just doing missions like you would in No Man's Sky. You know, you up, you collect money, you upgrade your ship. There's a fart going on. <laughs> I was gonna say, did you just rip one into the fucking microphone? <laughs> 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 I wish I could go ahead and make an excuse for that, but it's so <laughs> unbelievable. No one would believe it, so, yep, that's what happened. <laughs> oh, well done. Well oh done. Oh, my God. That's tremendous. <laughs> so, Rebel Galaxy? You're afraid of, like, the uh, the, the only, the one thing, it's, I, I'm sure we'll talk about it in the future, and I'll, I would love to be on that episode, but the one thing that shocked the hell out of me is uh, it has a really kick-ass soundtrack. I oh, mean, nice. I, I mean, a, a lot of the music is like country, metal, el- like electric, electronica sounding music. Huh. So country, metal, you would think that it doesn't, it shouldn't work with each other, but yet you just you listen to it. It's like, damn, I I, I should should have looked up who the. Uh, the composer was or who the artist is but it's very very well done that's awesome like i when I saw when you won that game in our little raffle we did i was like this seems like something jeff is probably really gonna like and i'm glad it's really worked out for you it's yeah. the, the only negative i have about it and you know i've gotten over it i've gotten used to the gameplay 
you know, you're, you're in space. You would think you would have all three dimensions to explore. You're on a flat plane. Huh. You, can, you only play the game in two dimensions. You only could go forward, backwards, left to right. You can't go up or down. Interesting. Huh. So, But, you know, it, I think there's a... Uh, I can't remember what you were describing, Dalton, but you used the word streamlined. And I think that is a perfect way to sum up Rebel Galaxy. It's a streamlined version of No Man's Sky. And not that it's a bad thing, because like I said, I am re- I am enjoying it. So Cool. Yeah, that's what's up. I like that. It sounds kind of like I would enjoy that in the same way I enjoyed like the old uh, Escape Velocity games for the Macintosh and stuff. Which also were kind of like uh, space travel, freighter-y type games. Mm. Yeah, um, what's the other space game that I have? I think it's a little different though, because I think it's called like Galactic Civilizations Three or something like that. But now that I mentioned the name, I don't think that that might be the, probably not the same type of game. <laughs> other other than being in space, I don't want to be spacist. Jesus, I hate you. <laughs> what have you been up to, Dalton? <laughs> uh, I've been doing. I've been working a lot, um, and it's. It's slowly just sucking the soul from my body. I remember why I got out of it's customer service. It's beginning to look a lot like, like Christmas. Christmas. Everyone's in such a jolly mood. It's the most shittiest time of the year. Um, yes. Uh, where their asses they show me and my boss will blow me and bring me good cheer. <laughs> It's the most shittiest time <laughs> of the year. Um, I've been, yeah, like I said, working, um, playing some of our game <clears throat> for today. Uh, I've also been dabbling, so everybody else has been playing fucking Pokemon. I can't afford Pokemon. <laughs> so I've been playing Nexamon. I don't have a Pokemon yet. Nexamon. One of these days. I've, I haven't really touched a Pokemon game since Pokemon Gold. Oh, dude. I just, it's a high watermark. Gold's really um, I good. think the I think the closest one I'll, I'm willing to play is Arceus. Is it Arceus or Arceus? Nobody knows. Fantastic. <laughs> I, I say Even though I think the movie pronounced it Arceus. Mm-hmm. Arceus. Um, I, but, I, I thought it was Mark E. Smith. Mark E. Mark. <laughs> Mark E. Mark. I uh, <clears throat> I've been playing Nexamon. Um, so I I had Nexamon Extinction, and then the original Nexamon was on sale. So I just went ahead and grab, uh-huh. grabbed that because it's the prequel. So I was like, "Fuck it, I'll play that first. And it was like eight ninety nine or something like that. Not, not, not too much. Um, I can definitely tell that the first game was designed to be played on a mobile phone, <clears throat> but that's not. It's not anything against it. Like if I paid money to play this game on my phone, I would have been thoroughly pleased, and that's saying something about mobile games. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Um. So. I've been I've been messing around with that. That's been really fun. I've been sending you guys some screenshots of different yeah. Nexamon that I run into. Um, I've also been playing some WWE 2K22. Always. Getting down on that, yeah, as always. Um, still putting on some matches that I swear to God, if they were on real TV, people would lose their goddamn minds at how good they are. Oh, for sure. But That's like that's why you play those Mike GM modes, is you make those dream matches. Yeah. Hey, hey, Triple H, you hear that? Hire this man. Yeah, hire me, dog. I got you. <laughs> I'll take somebody. He, he has a vision. I'll be like, you don't know what to do with them? Put them in a mask and make them look really cool. <laughs> like it's gonna be fifty fifty. You're either gonna get <clears throat> the fiend or you're gonna get Glacier. Like one of the two. And and you know what? In retrospect, like Glacier sucked, but he was also awesome at the same time. So 
Like that whole that that is a pretty accurate summary of glacier. <laughs> I like, like glacier. Glacier, Mortis, Wrath, Wrath, all I'll, that shit. I liked Wrath a lot too, dude. Cool. Like, dude. so fun fun story. I was playing uh, Fire Pro Wrestling World with all the the modded people in there, right? And I made I made a triple threat tag team, like a stable of these three guys that looked a hell of a lot alike. And I was like, oh, dude, this will be awesome, right? So it was Wrath. Adam Bomb and Brian Adams. <laughs> I've got some good news and some bad news. <laughs> <laughs> they all look alike because that's the same dude. <laughs> They're playing three different characters. No, 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 no. Two out of three of them are the same. Brian dude. Adams is a different. Brian guy. Adams. Yeah, he he teamed with Brian Clark. They were chronic. Oh, okay. Well then, yeah. It might even been. It might even been Brian Clark. Like I just. Okay, that's yeah, That's that's his real name. Yeah, Adam Bomb slash Wrath. That's funny. Okay, I just remember like I had them all. They were the same person on the same. Team. <laughs> like, God damn it! But hey, it, it worked. Ages of Wrath. It's kind of like the faces of Foley. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the cows of Clark. <laughs> that's good. That sounds very comic booky. I like yeah. that. Uh, what else have I been doing this week? Um, I I have discovered a love. Okay, and Megan says that she has. Uh, Opened up a wormhole that I should, she had never should have. These uh, sour Mike and Ikes Ooh. are the fucking bomb, <laughs> and I and I will wreck a box of these. And they're three for five dollars at Walgreens. And <laughs> Megan's like, I should have never let you try some of those. I love and I Mike like, and Ikes. I was like, why? They're you, good. You heard them, Michael and Eisenhower sponsor us, <laughs> <laughs> dude. That's a problem too. Like if you. With uh, Walgreens, like with you working at Walgreens, like they are the only place I know of that sells all that box candy. It's like the only store I know where you can get like a bunch of crunch or dots or stuff like that. Just like Boston baked beans, lemon heads. Yeah. My grocery store, Jewel Oskill, sells them. Nice. Mike and Ike's dots, Junior Mints, uh, Hell yeah. Sour Patch Kids. I wonder if Junior Mints will ever get promoted to their senior year. It's been a while. They've been held back. They should make like York Peppermint Patty-sized Junior Mints and call them Senior Mints. Aren't they just called Minis? Don't they come in like uh, bags now? Are they uh, like no the uh, York Peppermint Patty? Oh, they might have Minis now. See, they're 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 jumping on. They're thinking that they're seniors. (laughs) I don't know, man. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know, man. You know what I was. Oh, I inhaled some spit when I went to go breathe in to say that. You know what I say? I say you put peppermint and chocolate together. I'm going to eat it. I don't care what the fuck the name is, but <laughs> especially if it's peppermint bark. Ooh, I would love to get a peppermint tree so I could just go out there and peel that bark off anytime I wanted to. Ooh-wee. Speaking of that, boys, this week we did some driving. We did some driving on the old dusty trail down there going down the dusty roads, if you will. So we played some American. I hope Cody Rhodes ever listens to this. He's gonna kick my ass. We played some American Truck Simulator, right? And let's uh, hop over to the obligatory Wikipedia bullshit. And I would like to point out that this won the fan poll. Surprisingly, like all the other games that were on that fan poll, and American Truck Simulator overwhelmingly won. <laughs> I would just like to point out that if Cody Rhodes was going to kick your ass for doing a Dusty Rhodes impression, he would have to go up the down to the road like fucking the end of Jay and Silent Bob strike back, I, kicking everyone's ass. That's what I was just about to say, like Jay and Silent Bob. How many people want to kick some ass? I do, I do, I do. I do. <laughs> Tremendous. Um, so yes, American Truck Simulator. 
is a truck simulator game. No that, way! Hard stop. Good, good to know, good to know. End of episode. That's all you need to know. Uh, developed and published by SCS Software. It was announced as being in development in September 2013 and unveiled at the E3 2015. It was released on the 2nd of February 2016 for Microsoft Windows, Linux, and Mac OS. The game is the parallel sequel to Euro Truck Simulator 2, which is the spiritual successor of 18 Wheels of Steel. Mm. And the third installment in the Truck Simulator series. The first being Euro Truck Simulator Euro 1. Euro 1, yeah. then Euro 2, yeah. yeah. Um, set in a condensed depiction of the United States, the player can drive one of a choice of American-style conventional trucks using various locations across the U.S., picking up a variety of cargoes and delivering them to their destinations. Since its release, this game has sold over 2 million copies on Steam. Pretty good. Not bad. So, my first question to you, gentlemen, and this is this is directed at Nate Millie because I have a separate question for Jeff. When this won the poll, what was the first thought that went through your mind? I like, <clears throat> well, that's different. <laughs> <laughs> I was pleasantly surprised because, like, about ten, maybe eight years ago, I actually had uh, acquired one of the Ameri- or eighteen wheels of steel games and played it, and was just kind of zooming around, looking at places, and thought it was kind of a neat concept. So I was happy to get back to what the modern version of that looked like. Yeah, yeah. I, I was like looking forward to because, like, I think correct me if I'm wrong that this is the first vehicle-based game we've played for the podcast. Like, we haven't even played a race car game yet. Yeah, I believe you're correct. And I, I do love a good racing game. We just, it just hasn't come up in the cards. Yeah. Or it's um, not popular. People don't like it. Bastards. They like American Truck Simulator, though, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yes! Yeehaw! Gonna stop, gonna stop over and pump, give me a choking puke. I will say that there have been a few uh, polls that have had racing games on there. Uh, I think Grid specifically shows up has shown up a few times, and Grip. Yeah, and neither of them have won, but um, so I really wanted to check this game out, and I remember I I pirated it uh, to check it out because it's like I couldn't find a demo, but I'm very much a I like to try before I buy, and if I pirate something and really like it, I will absolutely pay the money for it. I I, I shared how much my Steam account is worth today in the Discord. It's like I'll pay for it if I need to, right? So, but um, what made me buy this and Euro Truck Simulator Two was that the uh, pirated version did not have good controller support and you had to play with mouse and keyboard Ew. and fuck that although this game does have a mode where you can steer with your mouse that seems troublesome and dude you want to talk about i could not get my fucking truck to drive straight it was just <laughs> constantly just doing a little snaking back and forth um he's just trying to get them blue sparks <laughs> <laughs> but uh so I ended up getting them so I could have the controller support and everything. I ended up liking it so much that I've bought all the DLC for American Truck Simulator except Texas. Wow. I haven't gotten Texas yet. Um, now well, I, I, I bought Texas. Yeah, well, that's on my to-get list eventually. I, I honestly, I'm going to like get the a steering wheel and pedals to like play this game and racing games with eventually. Like Megan, Damn. Megan's already been like, oh yeah, we'll get that. And we'll, we'll have that in the little game room and stuff. And I was like, seriously? Oh, you're the best. <laughs> I was like, thank you for letting me be a nerd. <laughs> but, uh, Jeff, my question for you is, correct me if I'm wrong, I recommended this game to you originally, didn't I? Uh, I think it was either this or Euro Truck Simulator. 
and I and I actually downloaded Euro Truck Simulator. I started playing it, and the reason I switched over to American because I always I like the the look of American trucks over the European equivalent. But I will say I remember playing uh, years ago uh, eighteen wheels of steel across America, so I am familiar with this this genre, and I enjoyed that game back then, even having to use a keyboard to control, which was. Let's be honest, it was ass. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it. But it, the, it should be pointed out that 18 Wheels of Steel was very explicitly a value soft published budget game. Yeah, yeah, it was, but for one of the same people the that time. made the same people that published Extreme Paint Brawl published this game. Nice. So it looks like I'm the only one that had no experience with the series going into it. <laughs> I yeah, I guess so. Um You know, I'm actually just quick. Side, I guess side tangent. I'm I'm actually really looking forward to Euro Truck Simulator because of uh, there's a lot of things to see in Euro Truck Simulator. Like no offense to American Truck Simulator, there was a lot of flat farmland in some of the in some of the states and stuff, right? Whereas Europe is very mountainous in some of the areas, and it's really really cool. Now, granted, there are I guess this is kind of getting ahead into the episode, but fuck it, <clears throat> I'm not trying to do a uh, point by point yet, will you? I just was going to say that the thing about the way they're expanding American Truck Simulator through DLC is that it is going basically state by state, west to east, throughout the contiguous U.S. And so mm-hmm. that means after they finished, you know, a lot of states, you know, like California and stuff. It's like, I mean, you do have to put Nebraska and Kansas and other states that are kind well, of famously quite flat. And yeah. Well, I am looking at the map right now of uh, all the states are available. The o- Oklahoma is already in development. Yep. Cool. Yeah, they that are currently developing Oklahoma, and I will say that they have gone back, and I believe they've done this for uh, ETS two as well. Um, states that were the in the original game, they've gone back and redone and released those for free. Like, hey, we made these look better and more accurate, yada yada yada, with the better technology, which I think is really cool of them to do. Mm. Yeah, like I think they remade California to be up to the current standards of yeah. the game, which is saying a lot because California is absolutely freaking huge. Yeah, even in a condensed version, California is fucking massive. Um, so, one of my first questions for you guys: What's the longest haul you guys did? So yeah, I just actually it, I completed one today. It was forty hours, <sighs> forty in-game hours, and that was how long from, did you have to sleep? Uh, two times. Wow. Two times. Yeah, that makes sense. It was, it was from but yes, I know I'm not pronouncing it correctly, but but Montana, <laughs> Montana. to uh, San Antonio, Texas. Wow. Okay. Wow. Um, the longest and that was that- a uh, like just like a giant uh, excavator. Nice. Okay, so you were asking me about horsepower and stuff. I think my truck's got like 500. All right. Maybe. Maybe. Actually, I think that's the base. So I added some stuff to it. So maybe a little more. But let me tell you something. <laughs> I am currently on a 28-hour one, and I think I have 14 hours left. That's crazy. And I think the longest one I've done is 14 hours. <laughs> like the- I'm not even that far yet, guys. I'm very low level, so I still have to expand my distance stat before it'll even give me jobs that big. So uh, right before we... I have not been playing the game very much, honestly. I've had been dealing with seasonal depression and stuff, so I haven't been doing much this week. But uh, I did get my first trip out of California, so I did have one from L.A. to Yuma, Arizona. Mm-hmm. So I know that's not super long, but at least that's an interstate yeah. haul. Yeah. You gotta start somewhere. I want to yeah. say... The one that I'm on is from Salem 
Oregon to Albuquerque, New Mexico, I think, or something mm-hmm. like that. It's, it's, it's whatever it is. It's a long ass drive, and I'm pulling this big machine. And the trailer that I have <clears throat> is this big red trailer that's got like a pivot point where you normally would have the hitch, right? Yeah. And then it's there's nothing on that, and then there's another pivot point. And that's where the thing's on. And then there's another pivot point at the end and then a back trailer. And like it's huge. Yeah, it's I, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's like it's probably 50 feet long, maybe even yeah. more than that. It's insane. Maybe, actually, it might be like 60 feet long. It has like three pivots. Jeez. I have, hey, homie, at that point, why don't we just put it on some rails and make that a train? <laughs> <laughs> I, I had to go up this mountain. <clears throat> at one point oh, with this God. truck and i was just all i could think to myself was i'm so glad it's not snowing because my truck slowed down to 12 miles an hour going yeah. up and it couldn't go faster than that and my truck was fucking struggling yeah to keep 12 miles an hour pulling this big ass heavy thing but then going down the other side was smooth sailing obviously but if you would have stopped on that mountain i wonder if you could have even started your truck even getting two miles per hour going <clears throat> back up no fucking way <laughs> Well, if you maybe if you would have locked your differentials, possibly, but it that would have been really tough for you. Yeah. But like because I've been playing this lo- the longest. Apparently, I looked it up. I've been playing this since June. Nice. So oh, yeah. I, I put you got like, half according a year to Steam. In I put game. like a, <laughs> according to Steam, I put in like a hundred and seventy-two hours. Yeah, buddy. And I'll I guess I'll good. describe my uh, my progress. So I. I have a five truck garage, and also in Salem, Oregon. Uh, yeah. And every everyone drives uh, a giant Peterbilt. Uh, like each one has like six hundred horsepower, except mine. I actually modded an engine, so I mine's pulling a hundred a thousand horsepower. And I yeah. actually just did a speed run today. You know, just doing a very light load. It can I can get it up to one fifteen. Nice. <laughs> Rig. So my truck is a beast. So my experience with it is like I played until I could buy my truck. And once I bought my truck, I considered that me beating the game. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, <laughs> so I bought my truck and I have not driven the truck I've bought yet. <laughs> oh, man, that's where the fun starts. Like, <clears throat> so that's where you can start like you can still take the jobs you've been getting or you can start looking at the freighter market yeah and start pick picking stuff and you, you have to actually drive to the location to pick up your haul ah. uh, back up attach mm. it and then drive to your your point that's kind of cool it, it I'm, is I'm really bad at dropping off uh truckloads like so that sounds a little terrifying like i still like i i change camera a million times when i'm doing anything that involves reversing like i do not understand the mechanics behind the trailer at all <laughs> it it's it's a pain doing the backing up trailers in real life and in video <laughs> games it's a pain yeah well, i've gained a lot of respect for people that drive these kind of things in real life that's for damn sure if it's a normal trailer i'm average with it but if it's you know like the those giant trailers that have like multiple pivots, no way. I'm I'm just like yeah, skip. Yeah, cause I remember one of the first jobs I took. I did one of those two like one of those really long trucks with two trailers, basically. So like the articulated trailer, and I was like, oh god, this is a miserable experience. I stopped. Like I only did single trailers for a minute after that. <laughs> yeah, the, the- I suppose we should also 
say this game is kind of like an RPG in a sense, <laughs> mm. because each load you do, you gain experience. Yeah. And that experience you put into skills, which uh, allow you to be able to haul better, more expensive loads. Which, yeah, and there are different means, skills that are kind of tree-like in a way where you gain certain thresholds and you gain the ability to do different kinds of trips. Like you said, different loads, including like more fragile or more valuable hazardous. or more urgent ones. And there's the stuff at the top that's hazardous. like, you know, explosive, uh, corrosive, like yeah. all those different stuff that you can deliver to. I haven't fucked with any of those yet. I'm like, dude, that's too much pressure I've, for me. I've unlocked everything. My character, yeah, my no driver's like level 42. Nice. So literally all I'm doing right now is just driving for money. Do you need anything at this point? Or are you just spending money on like filling up your trucks and doing repairs? Filling up repairs, filling up my truck, and also I'm uh, going to be expanding my business, so I'm going to be taking over the country. Oh snap! Cathusius <laughs> Freight. For those that don't know, my original name is Cathusius Jeff. Cthusius but that's Jeff. that's a Tadpog name. This is it's a steam machine. <laughs> I'm Mr. Syllables. Damn right. Mr. Which actually is funny. My original uh, name for this game was uh, Mr. Syllables Freight. <laughs> that sounds like a fucking villain in a book. Syllables Freight. <laughs> <laughs> um, Did you guys give your character's fun name? Because I named my guy R.B. Curly Fries. Uh, and his, uh, the, the company's called Big Montana Holland. I don't think I give myself a funny name, but I did take this dude... <laughs> this, like you know your, your avatar is just a picture oh, of a profiles. dude like yeah. and i just took this dude that had like like a double chin and a handlebar <laughs> white mustache and bald mm. <laughs> it's like this is me <laughs> i definitely took the dude with the long bottom mustache as well like i definitely that's why he's called curly fries because his mustache curls up nice. I, I, I picked the uh, dude he was kind of hefty uh had the long curly black hair looked like he had been in a metal band 20 years ago <laughs> Like, that was my guy. I took the avatar that basically shaved head, facial hair. <laughs> kind of, uh, I don't know. He looked kind of familiar. Looks like a douchebag. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's a big asshole. So, I. A real punchable face. Real chode. I love that word, chode. <laughs> I do. Um, I connected my profile to worldoftrucks.com. Which is like the big fan community for the trucking simulator games. And not only did it like let me accept jobs that people post on there, which I thought was pretty cool. You're like working for other people. Um, but one thing that you can do on World of Trucks, I didn't do it, but you can set your avatar photo and then you can link it to your game so it's you that shows up. Ah. Right. And also, apparently, it's a thing where like real truckers play these games. Because, like, when you get home from trucking, you want to do more trucking. <laughs> what did I say? All that I crave was earlier. <laughs> All that I crave was trucking. Uh, but they, uh, they'll upload their actual, like, license truck photos mm-hmm. of, yeah, of them. That's cool. And, like, that's their thing in the game, too. Um, and I have just a quick <clears throat> little thing. It's uh, one of the Steam reviews. Because this is something that I saw in comments on YouTube and stuff, too. Uh, this is a Steam review from Master Gamer 2064. <clears throat> As a real-life truck driver, I think they've done an amazing job with this game regarding physics, graphics, and basically everything else, especially how you can float the gears like in real life if you have a steering wheel and a shifter. I really enjoy this game, but the things that I don't like, they need to add a bigger variety of trucks, they really need to add freight liners, and a few more models of each one, like the classic freight liner and Pete, 
some cab overs and some more of the newer models as well. Um, pretty good when you're saying the only thing wrong with this game is i wish there was more of it yeah for sure yeah and then he's yeah pretty much he also has a complaint about the the gas stations like how they're depicted in the game or whatever oh god why is there not that's a complaint i have about the game also actually is why is there not like a loves gas station or like a like one of the flying j like a truck any of those big gas stations you have to pull into like the tiniest corner gas stations in the world that i don't even know I'm sure you can. I'm sure you can. But I don't know how a truck fits into this gas station. I always end up pulling into the one closest to the road, hopping the curb to get back out onto the road. Like, how am I supposed <laughs> to fill up this damn truck without making a mess? Well, this is what you're yeah. supposed to do if it's a really small gas station. Unhitch your trailer and then drive forward, oh. be- fill up, and reverse, hook up, and then drive forward again. You motherfucker, I never even thought of Me that. neither. The only time I unhitched my trailer other than when I was dropping off the load was when I hit the button by accident. <laughs> That's like um, <clears throat> I mentioned in our in our show chat about um, X on the controller being cruise control. And Nate, you were like, oh, fuck, I wish I'd have known it that. It didn't work for me. I tried X on the controller. It was, it was something else in my game. But what I did find out, and this leads to another kind of funny story, was that C on my keyboard, so if I'm driving, I can just reach over and tap C on my keyboard, and it starts the cruise control. However, the space bar is your pump brake. <laughs> so I would just drive around like, oh yeah, let's put the in cruise control, slam my hand down a little bit awkwardly. All of a sudden I hit my pump brake and my truck goes. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, yeah, you got to yeah, go ahead. It's like, yes, yeah, your pump brake is engaged. You need to take off your pump brake. I'm like, I didn't do it on purpose. <laughs> um, it might have been that I went into the the Steam controller configuration because I think I chose the the one like there's one in there that the team that made the game made. And they're like, this is probably your best bet. Uh, um, probably I just went with the standard controller configuration. I didn't mess with that too much. Like my turning signals were R one and L one. That's where mine were yeah. too. Yeah. Okay. It was okay. So yeah. Same with me. But, Actually, yeah. I'll ask. Uh, did you guys uh, try doing? Uh, proper shifting or you just went straight automatic i went straight automatic 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 i didn't have the brain capacity to try to drive a truck and shift gears i watched what the shifter was doing when i was just doing regular driving and i'm like oh my god that looks so complicated (laughs) what about you jeff oh i went uh it's referred to as real automatic but i have a uh if i hit the period button it uh, allows me to switch into sequential so I can grab the gears necessary. So if I'm going up a hill and if, like mm. I have a heavy load and it's going to be a dip, a kind of a difficult to get up there, I'll shift to that and then I'll start to uh, take pulling down gears just so keep the revs up, keep the power there. Yeah. For some reason. I, I will say this, this makes me sad. I mean, I like playing on the controller, but it just angers me that steam doesn't recognize my wheel <laughs> my steering wheel yeah and i can only assume it's because it's technically a playstation steering wheel there might be a workaround have you ever looked into like a workaround for it uh, I, i'm not i'm not computer savvy so i don't know it's just like you need to download these drivers i'm like huh <laughs> what do you want you me what, to do send me i thought i was the driver of my truck like send me in text like on Discord, what type of wheel it is, and I'll see what I can do for you. Um, my uh, yeah. I gotta I'll say though, like the box. 
you said you you hit the period button and what happens now it switches to what's called sequential so it allows you to i can manually control the gears i got you i got you i thought hitting the period button would just fill your pants with blood damn it dog <laughs> <laughs> yes sick bastard i'm glad i'm glad willie got up for that one. <laughs> uh, but um, um I know, like, one thing I didn't play around with, and I don't think you did either, because I just ended up listening to Spotify. How were the radio stations in this game? Some of them are good. So, the one I've been listening to, it's called the Eagle. Eagle! Eagle! And uh, some of the songs I've been playing, you know, Don't Fear the Reaper, Nothing Else Matters by Metallica, ACDC, Gimme Shelter by Rolling Stones was playing. So, it plays a lot of that... uh, the cl- classic rock songs so that's that's the one i've been listening to the most i am so sad but though I, that they consider metallica and blue oyster cult both classic rock now oh god well actually that's true but actually lately i've been listening to the radio otherwise for, since i started playing this game i've actually just been on amazon watching shows mm. i've been, i shows i've gone through Rock Goes Modern Life, Rugrats, and All Grown Up, uh, Cat Dog, uh, Rocket Power, My whole childhood. Stargate SG-1. So you were just binging Nickelodeon there for a hot I minute. was binging a lot of Nickelodeon, <laughs> sir. Yeah. Because it's just, you know... I'm, for, the, for those that are not going not gonna to see this, the way my setup is, I have a big 27-inch monitor. That's what I'm playing the game on. I have a small 24-inch right next to it. I'll just play the game, TV. Play the game, TV. <laughs> so it's it's been incredibly relaxing. It's just it's one of those... De- just it helps me decompress. Oh, yeah. yeah Will has got the yeah. real big monitor, a.k.a. a TV. <laughs> yeah. They're both, they're both TVs. Oh, are they? Actually. That's awesome. Yep. Hey. That's similar. Yours is even down and to the right. Oh, is you, are you running a laptop, Jeff? No, it's my, uh, oh, okay. my PC. Okay. <laughs> oh, speaking of uh, tech, guys, I got some new stuff real quick. I'm going to show you. I got this. Ergonomic. Oh, an ergonomic it's keyboard. An ergonomic keyboard because I do have wrist issues. You know what I mean? So I figured it might help. And I also got this. This is going to take more getting used to. This thing. Oh, an ergonomic butt plug. <laughs> <laughs> so an ergonomic mouse. And you like you hold it at like this direction. Oh. And you can like move it and stuff. And you can click interesting like that uh the only thing that i'm weird about it it's got cool rgb and all that jazz but i wish the dpi was a little higher on its max setting what is the purpose of that design so it's like so your wrist when you're sitting like this right i have this issue with this bone right here where it gets real sore sometimes so like holding my wrist like this can get really tiresome but holding your hand like that is a more like to the side kind of is a more natural position yeah, I can see that. Like, kind of like right. holding your hand like you're holding a cup yeah. almost. Sure, sure. So, sure. like, moving that around. And then <clears throat> the purpose of the keyboard is, like, when you're holding your wrists like these. Like these. Like these <laughs> to type. Like, it can be strain on your keyboard or your hands, too. Whereas your hands, like, naturally kind of sit like this. Yeah. So, your hands are at this angle. I'll tell you, it's a little getting used to, but it's far more comfortable to type for me. That's cool. Mm-hmm. So. And... When I, when I used to play MMOs, I would always angle my keyboard so my hand was like this on the WASD. 
like kind of sideways. So now I don't have to do that. My keyboard can be straight and I can just set my hands there side and they're sideways. Nice. Cool stuff. Like I'd like to hear how playing like an FPS like Doom 2016 or something goes if you use that mouse for that. I'd be kind of Oh, I'll let you know. Nice. I'll let you know. Uh, it's yeah. Here, just play serious sand. There you go. That works too. <laughs> um so yeah, so like did you guys have any particular uh, cool things that you came across in your drives? Like uh, landmarks, um, just pretty things? Because they do pretty, like, we'll talk about the character animation. Yeah. <laughs> but other than that. <laughs> One thing that definitely stood out to me was driving into San Francisco and seeing the big bridges everywhere. Like, I definitely mm. really liked seeing all that. Um, but I did have one moment that really stood out to me while I was playing because I was driving my truck late at night, right? In like, I think it was in either Arizona, I think it was in Arizona and I'm just driving, driving and all of a sudden I get jump scared because I see these things running across the road. I'm like, what the hell is happening? It's like, I slam my brakes, like not knowing what the heck is going on. So I finally slow down and get a little bit closer and just see that they're just little tumbleweeds <laughs> rolling across the road. Like it jump scared the hell out of me. I was like, I thought I was playing American truck simulator, not phasmophobia. <laughs> I'm in the haunted <laughs> desert, y'all. Chupacabra and its babies running yeah. across the road. I was like, what is happening here? Like, it really tripped me off for me. And I was like, man, I did not expect to get jump scared in this game harder than I did in most of our free Halloween games. <laughs> um, I was like, mine's pretty basic. Um, I just like, I didn't get it. Like I said, I had much fewer hours than everyone else this week, but I did enjoy the feelings that I got from just like suddenly realizing the grand expanse of the journey I've been through. And so two of the biggest ones was the first uh, sunrise I witnessed after driving a night a whole yeah. haul and also crossing into Arizona and seeing like the welcome to Arizona state signs after being based on the West coast for the whole time. Uh, go back to, I don't know. Recall if you answered. Did you uh, listen to the radio at all, Willie? Uh, no, I had a little trouble uh, getting it configured. Well, less trouble and more like I looked at the instructions. And I'm like, I'll do it later. And I never did. So I would just watch a YouTube playlist on my other monitor. It's not easy. They don't make it easy in American Truck Simulator. Um, I did. It's something I could do. It just it sounded like a pain in the ass and I didn't feel like yeah. doing it. it. Yeah, it was a pain in the ass. Um, just- I did manage to get it to recognize Soma FM's um, underground 80s, but I couldn't get the radio station to work. Like when I would mm. play it in game, it would just give me silence. Yeah, the there's just open it a browser tab and then play the game. Yeah, that's, that's what basically, Spotify I, basically. I put on Spotify and ended up listening to uh, like uh, some fantasy metal while I was riding around. Is Angus McFife is his name? I'm driving a semi, but uh, I there was one radio station I actually quite liked. Um, it was Beatles radio, and they would play like Beatles songs and then like other st- stuff from that era, and it was nice. It was like a there was there were a few metal stations that weren't bad. They didn't play anything that I recognized, but I mean they weren't bad. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, there were two country stations. I couldn't find <clears throat> like the outlaw country station wouldn't come in, and I was bummed out because <clears throat> that's the only kind of country I like is like outlaw, you know, storytelling country, not twangy radio country. Ding 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 ding. Yeah, what Jeff just did. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta get that redheaded stranger in there. <laughs> um, so yeah. But, uh, uh, what about you, Jeff? What are any landmarks that you saw that were? Well, I, that's one thing that impresses me about this: the detail to this game, a lot of the sceneries and whatnot. It is actually very, very good looking. 
for those that are in our Discord, and we know we've all done some screenshots, and you, know, you just wouldn't expect a, a, a simulator. Well, you know, it's a simulator. They try to base it on realism. But, uh, you know, it just it's a very good-looking game for what it is. But I have to say, probably the best load I've done, because for the most part, all the loads are the same. Go from A to B, that's it. But yeah. one that I found very cool, even though it was like a... Th- like a 25 hour haul it was it's referred to just like as a special load and that's where you actually have yes go ahead ha 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 (laughs) yeah children i decided not to make the joke just keep going (laughs) (laughs) but uh because because the uh what i was hauling was so wide dead ass (laughs) but uh I, it required me to have a a scout and a trail vehicle. Ah, that's cool. Yeah, so yeah. it's so I have the lead ve- the vehicles are like trying to push traffic to the side of the road so I can get past it because basically my delivery took up two lanes of highway. So it the vehicles would go over to the left and I would try I would get as far right as possible just mm-hmm. to try to get past. But you know that was. That was a very cool thing. I was like, "Oh, this is different." The uh, that's a neat feature. The one that I did that was the the big ass tires. It was just from two cities in Oregon. It was only like a six hour trip, but I had an escort <clears throat> with the cop in front of me with its lights on, and then the uh, the vehicle behind me with the oversized load flags and all that stuff. But what was cool about it to me is I was going at night, so it was a night drive pitch fucking black i don't know if it was one of the mods that i have that makes nighttime pitch fucking black but it's pitch fucking black all i can see is right in front of me and like the taillights of the cop car but as i'm driving cops are on the sides of the road from all around and they have traffic stopped so you'll just see in the distance these flashing red and blue lights with all these tail lights behind them and it's like they have all these fuckers stopped so I can have a clear highway to just drive these big ass tires from point A to point mm-hmm. B. And that was awesome. Because I was like, finally, a game where the escort quest is me being escorted. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking right. What were you driving? The Pope's tires? Apparently. He's got a big ass fucking vehicle. That's funny. The Pope Mobile. Got an upgrade. The Pope Motank. Let's go. <laughs> oh, man. But. I, I really liked, like the little attentions, the details. Like, you'd be driving, and there'll just be a car pulled over on the side of the road, mm-hmm. getting a ticket. Mm-hmm. Or, like, the leftovers of an accident might have traffic, yeah. and you got to go around that. Uh, the one that I took the screenshot of, and I might have even spoiled it to people, just in case you didn't want to get spoiled, because Nate complained about spoilers. <laughs> that was a joke, <laughs> Dalton. Oh, I, I know it was. I know it was. <laughs> um, but... I, I just came upon a fucking log truck that had tipped over and had taken out a lane with all the logs spread everywhere. And I'm like, that's that's just a cool little detail to throw yeah. in there. You know what I mean? And then, mm-hmm. like, some of the... I would just find these little bridges over rivers, and the rivers just look so pretty that I'm like, I gotta take a picture of this. Mm-hmm. Or just, like, the sun, the god rays from the sun coming in a certain way, dude. It's like, this game had really pretty moments. Yeah. And and not to... Because we'll, we'll talk more about it when we get to it, but I've also had moments like that in Euro Truck Simulator too where i'm like going around a bend by a lake and across the lake is one of those like picturesque little european towns that you see and i'm like fuck that's pretty screenshot (laughs) yeah photo mode i am so thankful that this game has photo mode like because i really do enjoy 
like you guys know me i'm the photographer of the three of us in a video game yeah <laughs> and like i really yeah. i really enjoy taking you know screenshots and stuff but um i think the coolest thing that i came upon was just like i went around this one bend and i god i wish i remember it had to have been in washington because no bend is in oregon there's like a <laughs> like i go around this curve and everything and there was just a fucking lighthouse and it was kind of rainy out and this lighthouse was just out there and shining and so everything and it's a uh didn't jeff help me out a viewpoint yes a viewpoint viewpoint did you did either of you willie nate did you find viewpoints yeah. and stuff i killed it one yeah no i don't think so So it'll be these little things that you'll find that'll be like a little camera on your mini map and it'll be like viewpoint discovered and you go and you park there and you shut your engine off and then you activate the viewpoint and it goes to like this uh panoramic up in the sky type camera Oh, it gives you a little cutscene, basically. Yeah. Of, it just uh, allow you to see the scenery go. around you, and a lot of it is usually very pretty. Yeah, and there are, like, specific points in America that are, like, you know, you could really go there if you wanted to type things. It's really cool. Little attention to details like that I really quite enjoyed. Yeah, Did like, you... uh, I was uh, doing just doing a haul, and I was driving through Texas, and, you know, the sun, it was, like, 6 o'clock in the morning, the sun was coming up, but it was raining out. So you could see the sun just like coming through the clouds. So there's just like rays of shun- sunshine everywhere. It's like a very beautiful uh, moment. I, uh, I'm i curious to ask, though. Do you guys have any vehicle troubles? Like your tires going bad on you, having to replace them? Nope. Anything nope. like that? I mean, yes, I've had uh, moments of stupid. Oh, no. It's not stupidity. It's moments of revenge because... As detailed this game is, they seem to have gotten uh, the traffic right because you're driving along. And then uh, some asshole can just cut you off and slam on the brakes. Well, guess mm. what, fucker? I am hauling eighty thousand pounds behind me. I'm just gonna push you to the side. Oh yeah, oh, I'm taking a nine hundred dollar fine. I right now I have one point three million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Big dick money. Get the fuck just out like, of my way. Just like fuck your ticket. Jack. I've got a fucking entire mixer full of concrete back there. Your Winnebago is going to get crushed. Yeah. I will say some of the most horrible parts of this game were like your truck takes forever to get to speed. You finally get to 75 miles per hour. You put on the cruise control. Way station ahead. Please stop for the way station. I'm like, you um, son of a bitch. Or or you finally get up to speed and they just like, oh, it's now 45 miles an hour. Yeah. And Our traffic just town. stops for no reason. Yeah, it's like, let me just cruise. God, like I, um, I even found myself at one point, like I got cut off, like you did, Jeff, just laying on my horn in my fake truck <laughs> in this video game because I was so pissed off at this asshole in front of me. And I was like, I'm getting mad at a video game driving. <laughs> So I have virtual. I have virtual road rage. Virtual road rage. Yeah, it's like, why? I was so happy until you did this. <laughs> I've had my fair share of wrecks, um, from somebody pulling in front of me and me being like, "Oh no, this is absolutely your fault." Like this, this is your fault. This, to, to things where like I look down, I look down to text Megan, and I look back up and I slam into one of the things that are like on the side of the road that are like the poles. Boom! And then my trailer's all jackknifed and shit, and I gotta get my way to that. I'm like, kids, that's why you don't text and drive. <laughs> also, did any of you see the uh, the uh, the electronic billboards that said "Drive Hammered, Get Nailed"? No, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it was there was an uh, anti-drinking PSA. 
I was sad there was a, uh, I, th- I think it's, it was somewhere in Utah, there is a billboard that says, vote for Pedro. Nice. <laughs> I was like, son of, no, oh my god, no, it's gone, damn it. I wanted to take a screenshot of it, but I was too slow. So, one of the, uh, oh, go ahead. Honestly, so did you guys have any complaints about this game? Things that you were just like, man, it's kind of a bummer. Yeah. Uh, I do wish that, um... I know that the idea of going contiguous makes way more sense for the way they're building the game out, but it would be cool if I could just buy like a couple of dense states on the East Coast and play them, even though they're not connected to the rest of the world map. Like, I don't know what the hell to do in Nebraska, but I bet I could find something to do in New Jersey or Philadelphia or Pennsylvania. Yeah. Don't worry, there's going to be yeah. Omaha. See, that's my complaint as well. Yeah. It's like, because it is so West Coast based like right now, it's just like, and I only have the three states from the original, so I have California, Nevada, and Arizona, and I base myself out of Nevada. But like everywhere you drive, in like unless you go to like San Francisco or something, in those three states, it all feels the exact same. Like driving, it does get fairly boring. It's like it's not really inspiring me to spend the money on the DLC when I feel like everything's kind of the same. And if I, oh look, I'm gonna buy Texas. Guess what that is? More desert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's why I kind of think that for scenery, Euro Truck Simulator Two is the better choice. Um, yeah, that's, I'm definitely interested in checking out Euro. Just because I'd also like to see like the differences when you like you know cross a national line. I feel like that's going to be a lot more profound than just the difference between you know Southeast California and the border of Arizona. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. And then like going into Britain and having to remember to drive on the opposite side of the road. And all that. <laughs> like that's uh, things you got to do in that game. But I, I really, I, I enjoy them both. Uh, things that like I could complain about. I wish some things had a little more detail to them. But obviously, like they're not going to worry about things that are off in the distance. Yeah, you know, mm. or things that you technically shouldn't stop and look at, like the cops. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I drove by this one place, and there was a cop uh, or a state trooper, one of the two. I don't remember which one, but it had somebody pulled over. And I was Let's like, just say it was Eric Estrada from Chips. Yeah, we'll just say it's Eric Estrada from Chips. So Mr. Estrada is out there, and he's standing by this car. Um, I don't remember who the I don't remember what the female looked like. So we'll say that's Julia Louise Dreyfus. <laughs> so Mr. Estrada <laughs> is talking to Miss Louise Dreyfus, and I snapped a screenshot of it. And I don't think that they intend you to really slow down and look at them. It's kind of just something you see as you drive by, because the level of character detail on this cop was like. Nintendo 64 PS1 polygon, not guns, polygon. <laughs> this thing was like they had a cylindrical polygon and they just carved like a wood, like <laughs> whittling. They whittled a policeman out of it and stood him a there. Whittle policeman? Just a whittle policeman. <laughs> just a, a whittle, whittle policeman. policeman. <laughs> but his forearms, like his, his upper arms were normal size and his forearms were like shoestring fries <laughs> in comparison like like he was a bug snack and you gave him some fucking fries and he was like yeah um but yeah this so little things like that but obviously that's not a big deal yeah i mean because i could make a, a complaint about game. like the fact that i went to this tiny town in arizona and was driving through it at 3 a.m and there were just these ladies in their little dresses walking around the street at three o'clock in the morning <laughs> Like, that doesn't make sense, but, like, it's not, like, game-breaking. <laughs> no. 
Honestly, I mean, the problem is that we're allowed to go to the West Coast and all these other places with great lakes and stuff, and there's no fishing. Ah, that is what's wrong with this game. There's no fishing. Can you imagine if you had a, a semi-truck simulation game? But there were just some fishing spots that you could pull over <laughs> just fishing. Like, that'd be sweet. I mean, that would be fantastic. That'd be sweet. Um, I would do no truck driving. <laughs> <laughs> I would I would do truck driving between fishing spots. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I would probably stop at every. I would, I would stop at every fishing spot. So I would love it if they were kind of illogical too. It's like I heard there was some barracuda up in Vermont. Nice. <laughs> and there's a blue marlin down in Florida. <laughs> well, that kind of makes sense. Well, <laughs> there's a blue marlin in Oklahoma. We don't know how we got there. Help him. <laughs> It's an escort. You gotta put him in the Get back of your truck, shore. fill it with water, and take him to the ocean. <laughs> like Ace Ventura when they steal that dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> they got the tank. Where do the Marlins even play? Miami. Miami. Is it Miami Marlins? Yeah. 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 Oh. They even changed the name from Florida Marlins to Miami yeah. Marlins several years ago. Oh man. Oh, that's right. Florida Marlin. Okay, yeah, you're right. Okay. Did you forget it was even in Florida, Dalton? Yeah, dog. There's so much shit that happens in this state. <laughs> Come I mean, on, got, you're you're supposed to be our Florida man. We got the Jaguars, we got the Hurricanes, we got the Seminoles, we got the Caters, we got the Jumbo Shrimp. <laughs> do you do you really have the Jaguars? <laughs> That's my team, man. That's my team. I'm sorry. I mean, I love Jaguars you. and I mean, the Ravens. R.I.P. Blake Bortles. <laughs> Oh, Go Jumbo I, Shrimp. I miss Brunel. That was when the Jaguars were actually decent. I won't say good, but they were decent. <laughs> they made it to the playoffs. That's saying something. Um, but yeah, man. So, like, anything else that you guys would like to touch on with American Truck Simulator? I think that covers it for me, man. If I didn't complain about this yet, it's weirdly interesting how much harder it is to maneuver your trailer when turning right than it is when turning <laughs> left maybe this is because i just simply do not know how trucks are articulated but holy Think shit point because like when you're turning left you're automatically taking a wider turn because you're turning in from a far lane mm. to a far lane if you're turning right you're turning oh. in from a near lane to a near lane giving you less room for that fulcrum to actually pivot Whip it. That makes a lot of sense. So if you're like driving in England, would you make a wide left turn and a normal I think right so, turn? Yeah. And that's why like when yeah. you're in huh. any town with a decent amount of rednecks, you'll see them whip their truck out to the left before turning right. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. It actually just reminded me. The, the one thing that annoys me with this game is it's very sensitive with its fines. And, and one in particular is, you know, it's it's legal in the, in the whole known world that you can make a Right, a on right red. turn, uh, right on red. Yeah. Well, you try doing that in this game, uh, be, you know, like you said, you know, we have to either be more towards the middle or aim go left before you start turning right to make the wide turn. Well, you yeah. do that, it's going to say red light violation. Because things are going straight like, through it. Yep. And like, I got so many red light violations. I swear, I was going on yellow. You son of a bitch. <laughs> Oh, I was actually going to complain about that, especially making a left turn like at a like regular T junction yeah. on yellow, and it's like, oh no, you it was red when you were in the light. You're you're dead now. Here's and the thing that sucks right? about that is is it affects you a lot more on these smaller runs because you're only making two thousand dollars that trip, 
And it's yeah. a, but you're spending more time in the urban it's area. Eight hundred dollar fine though, so you're, you're already losing like almost half of your funds. But if you make that eight hundred dollar fine on a twenty thousand dollar drive, it doesn't feel as bad. But when you're just starting yeah. out, it feels like shit. It yeah. also sucks. When, sorry, Dalton. It sucks when uh, there's a cop present and that eight hundred dollar fine doubles. Yeah. Oh, dude, when you're, sp- I got hit with a $1,500 speeding ticket because a cop actually saw me. Jeez. I was doing like 75 and a 45. But still- <laughs> That's another thing that annoys me because, you know, you got those speed reductions and you know, you're, you're slowing down. You know, I, I'm actually reducing my cruise speed. You know, it go from 75 to 55, you know, whatever. And I'm going 60 on the slowdown. Woo, 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 yeah. woo, woo. Uh, speeding violations like fuck you I was slowing down two things to be fair about the 75 and a 55 though like I feel like we're mostly car or like you know normal like non-commercial drivers for the most part and going 20 over in those is a little bit speeding but not the most dangerous if I saw a truck barreling down the highway going 20 over I'd be like oh shoot this man (laughs) officer arrest this man (laughs) Um, two things with red lights that I noticed is that Again, like you said, they were very touchy. There were times that I'd be at the red light and be like, oh, I should creep up a little more. Just like yeah. like I would in real life. And I would creep up just a little too far and it would give me a red light violation. Then I was like, oh, well, fuck you. Then I'm just going. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you, you have to actually mash the brake. You can't just cruise to a stop. Yeah. Your shit's too heavy. I'm like, dude, okay. Well, yeah. You already gave me the violation. And I actually got two violations because I got it and I stopped and I backed up. And then I was like, man, fuck them. And I went again and it gave you another one. <laughs> I was like, motherfuckers. But also... When you get to the red lights that have turning lanes, mm-hmm. if you drive over into that turning lane and go through and just drive straight and then go through again, you get no red light <laughs> violation. So I, I would notice do that. that too. I would absolutely do that. Like, I'm going to go around you motherfuckers. I'm going to keep doing 60 through this town. I'm going to get out of here. I started driving truck like I assume my uncle used to drive a truck. Like you all have heard uncle stories. Yeah. Right. He used to be a truck driver and I can only imagine. Right, so I was driving like him. I'm just like, fuck these red lights. Once I started hitting like a hundred, when I had like a hundred thousand dollars or so, I was like, fuck fines. I don't care. Like, I want to get there as fast as possible to make that, you know, forty thousand dollars I'm getting for the delivery. So I'm just like, if there was a red light but there was no traffic, I'm just blowing through it. If there's traffic, I'll stop. But if it's just like a red light for no reason, fuck you. I'll eat that eight hundred bucks or whatever (laughs) it is. But again, like you said. Early on, you absolutely cannot do that. Early on, you got to be like uh, diligent. I think's the word I'm looking yeah. for. With mm. when you're the worst you gotta, at the game that you're going to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When you're at the point where I am in the game, you can fuck around. I know because you don't know how many times I was just like ever so tempted to just oh, look at this hill over here off the side of the road. I just kind of want to drive up it, but I didn't because I'm like I'm being good boy, follow law. This is a video game. Why didn't I just drive up the hill to see what happened? I think you'd have hit an invisible wall. Uh, yeah, that's, that's where what I'm you thinking. To go. But did either did any of you go into the controls menu at all, Jeff? I know you might have done this over the, your course of playing. I looked at it a little bit, but I didn't change anything because like I just figured out what color keys that I needed up from the keyboard, like cruise control mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and then everything else I just figured out on the controller. And, and that's what I was going to bring up was how many buttons there are yeah. on the keyboard that <laughs> so do many. things. There are, there are devices that I never ran into, like, that had, like, multiple keys. Yeah. 
Yeah, there's there's a plenty of things that I have not used in my entire, you know, however, let me see how many hours I've put into that game. Yeah, I will save that for the real truck drivers, the ones that decide that when they're not driving a truck in real life, they want to do the same thing in a video game. (laughs) I've put in 36. God bless them, because if I rip people's heads off for a living, I wouldn't play (laughs) Mortal Kombat when I got home, you know? Uh, I've put in 37.8 hours. So in 40 hours, let's just round up 40 hours. There are things on the keyboard that I haven't even fucked touched, like yeah. my emergency lights or uh, differentials or uh, floating gears, anything like that. I didn't fuck with any of that. I just played, like, once I figured out cruise control and I figured out that I had mapped it to my controller, I'm like, we're good to go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, obviously, I've done a lot of that stuff just to make it more, you know, button friendly. It's just like, just cru- uh, cruise controls, you know, C is obviously to activate it. Page up and page down. That's to reduce and a- increase speed. Uh, the home button is my resume. So if I'm forced to brake, I can hit the home button, and that will resume where my cruise was. Ah, damn! That makes me feel like playing fucking space flight simulators, like Tie Fighter and Free Space and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like that's absolutely. I was very good at like managing a bunch of keyboard stuff because like everything in- that wasn't that was on the joystick. Yeah. I have one other question about America Truck Simulator. Then we can get into ratings and fan okay, questions. Okay, sounds good. All right. Yes. What view did y'all prefer? Because I switched between two mostly. Um, I should have, but felt like it was cheating to go to the full <laughs> screen one. So I spent most of my time in the default one where the uh, rearview mirror is like inset and then you can turn to look at the left rearview mirror. Yeah. Uh, but I also, when I was parking, I would use the overhead view. Because I just was absolutely dog dick terrible <laughs> at moving the trailer where I wanted to, unless I could see everything. Yeah. When I started, I was mostly using overhead. Then I found out that it was easier from the inside of the truck view to stay between the lines. So I started playing mostly in the inside of the truck view. But I would also go to overhead when parking or trying to gauge a really weird turn. And sometimes just to see the stoplight. Because sometimes the stoplight was obscured by the inside of your truck. So, yeah, this, exactly. The fucking stoplights. I would always hit up on my D-pad one time to go to that next. It's almost like, I call it the driving game camera. Yeah. Where you're, like, up and behind your car. Yeah. I would use that one a lot, or I would use the in-cab. There are some that I understand would probably help with certain situations, like the straight above camera and things like that. But something that's, in, yeah. something that's in this game, that's in, like, Grand Theft Auto and stuff, too, that I don't understand is the cinematic camera. Yeah. Because... I have a hard Completely enough time. Completely useless for playing a video game. Rocking for a replay. Impossible for controlling where you're going. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, dude, I have a hard enough time keeping my truck driving straight in any of the normal views. Yeah. That- like, I was constantly weaving until I could be like, uh, okay, there. Did you pin your side view mirrors onto your screen? Because I would sometimes yep. go into my cinematic yes. while having that yes. so I could keep myself within the lines. But also be able to kind of get a because if you look at some of my screenshots I posted, they are from the cinematic view. But I was using my mirrors to make sure I didn't drive out of the lanes. Yeah. Once I figured I out that you could put up that left mirror, like your side mirror, I was like, I had both of them. Me up. too. It took me a while yeah, to figure out too. It ha- I found it one time when I paused and it said press E to adjust your cameras. I mean your um, mirrors or whatever. So I was like. All right, well, I'm pause and see what that does. And then I saw it pop a mirror up here. Then I fit it again. It popped another mirror up here. I was like, son of a bitch, this is staying here forever. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a tremendous help, especially when you're wanting to change lanes yeah. and stuff. Like, Or just to make sure you're in lane, because sometimes that can be difficult to gauge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And that's why truckers use their mirrors all the time. All the time. Yeah, I tried to right stick around for your mirrors. It's just a little yeah. unwieldy. So, yeah. yeah, that's a great tip. Uh, I'll, I'll definitely do that going forward. Ease I think so. Mirrors. You have to do it in the pause menu. Like the pause from the select button. Pause, I think. Yeah. Well, you could do it in both uh, uh, the pause button, and I think you could do it if you uh, do it in the actual menu pause screen. Okay. Now, Jeff, before before I get to which ones you used, um, uh, fuck, what was I about to say? Oh, th- there's a mod that <clears throat> makes the uh, the mirror view like more realistic, so you can like see less. And I'm like, why would you? No, want no, that? thank you. I'm good. Why would you no. want that? Um, Objects in mirror are fuckier than they appear. <laughs> but oh, so the other thing was <clears throat> one of the things that was like a godsend to me was that if you hit B, at least on my controller, if you hit B, it took you back to the cab. View yeah, same. Straight. Same. Yeah. So anytime I would fuck my camera B. up in either that or the up, you know the racing driver view, yeah. I'd hit B, fix my camera, and then I'd hit up again and go back to my race driving view and be like, okay, nice. now it's straight again. Yeah, goddamn. Because oh, I was literally using that like looking left and right across the street. I would turn left with the stick and then hit that button and then hit right and then hit that yeah, button. You know, for sure, so helpful. But Jeff, what view did you prefer? When you're uh, and the cab view and. I'm not sure what it is. I, I guess the equivalent of like over the shoulder mm. third person view. I see. I think the cab view and, is the best for immersion anyway, because if you're playing a simulator, mm. you're if you're the guy driving the truck, you should be in the truck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, but I felt that too. I see a lot more of the surroundings. Yeah, in the other view. that's fair. You know, so like if I was driving in the cab and we'd be like, oh, I bet this place looks cool. Yeah, the, pop look, out. look around. That's what I would do, too. Very, very pretty, yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right. <clears throat> well, then let's roll into some ratings, gentlemen. Vroom, vroom. Uh, let's, uh, let's go with our, our guest first. Since you joined us for this and you're our guest, what would you rate this game? Like, it's, uh, you have the most playtime in it. Well, there, there are a lot of positives, but there are some things that they need to tweak on, you know, like some of the fines. In, the, the nipples. Yeah. This game needs more nipples. That's that's. <laughs> but uh, the the per the people detail, like you know, with your uh, screenshot, Dalton. It's it's just one of those things. Obviously, you're not to f- supposed to focus on it. But overall, I have been enjoying this. I would probably give this maybe a seven point five, possibly an eight out of ten. Okay. Out of ten, okay. Peter builds. Ten Peter builds. All right, and then Nate, what about you? What's your? Yeah, I think it's really good at what it sets out to do. I think it's a fun, a fun enough game um, that kind of shows you what it feels like to drive a truck. Super boring most of the time, actually. So, <laughs> so like, I think it was good, and I enjoyed the time I spent with it. I think it got overly repetitive for me, and I don't know how much more time that I will spend with it moving forward. But like I said, it's a perfectly serviceable game. I think it's good at what it is, and it's for certain people, but I don't think this one is going to be one that kicks it with me forever. So I'm giving this seven tractors out of ten trailers. All right. All right. That's fair. And yeah, like this to me, this isn't a game that you go to for like excitement. This no, is a game like you had a long day. You just no, delivery, yeah, like go chill. Like I said, that's one of these decompressed but games. I get that completely. For me, yeah. I'm I'm definitely not saying that you yeah, thought I, it was going to be. Yeah, I, I would say 
I would view those games as kind of something like Vampire Survivors or, you know, uh, Stardew Valley for people that haven't, that are good enough at it that they can do it without thinking about it. Minecraft for those other people who could do that without you know, thinking too much about Animal it. Animal Crossing. Yeah. And, oh, actually, Animal Crossing. Yeah. It's basically, I mean, it's a job simulator ultimately. But, um, like, I enjoyed playing it when I did. I wish that I didn't feel like I needed to stress out about playing it for the podcast because I think it'd be a fun thing to just decompress with. And I think I'm going to agree with uh, Jeff's original uh, uh, vote and give it um, uh, seven Western states or seven and a half Western states out of uh, ten time zones. <laughs> Surprise! The secret forbidden time stones from the back the states back are here. States. <laughs> so, <clears throat> quickly, speaking of Animal Crossing, I've been playing a game on Steam called Dankum. D-I-N-K-U-M. And it is basically, for anybody listening, I might have mentioned this last week, or last episode too, but uh, it's basically Animal Crossing on PC, but instead of being like animals and stuff, you're humans, and it's Australia. So everything's Australian. Mate. So I just I just play it, and I think of Adam, and I fucking, I fucking love Adam. <laughs> Adam's a good mate, right? He's a fucking good dude. So <clears throat> Here he's a Australian bit of a cunt, accent. though. He's a bit of a fucking cunt, but we love him anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so I've been enjoying that. But uh, so for as far as this, I had a lot of good times with it. Like I said, I think I prefer Euro Truck Simulator 2, even though American Truck Simulator looks better graphically. Um, but I'm going to give this, because I like these types of simulator games and stuff, I'm going to give this an 8. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give it 8 Volvos out of 10 Peterbilts. Yeah. And I just want to say, too, I think that this game for a lot of people is going to be like what Ultimate Fishing Simulator was for me for several months. Just like yeah. that thing yeah. you go back to and just enjoy the hell out of. But... You know, find your game like that. Yeah, you'll get in what you put into it, or you get out what you put into it. I think it's something that a lot of people would find relaxing. Uh, personally, I kind of find it terrifying in a lot of ways, <laughs> but um, also strangely relaxing. I don't know. It's kind of hypnotic. It's weird. I feel that. Oh, I will say that's one thing I did experience in this game that I've experienced in real life, too, is that road hypnosis. Yep. Where mm. you're just like here? all of a sudden... <laughs> It's it's been fifteen minutes and you're like, oh shit, I'm still driving. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you start driving home from work and then like fifteen minutes later, you're like, I'm pulling into my driveway and I don't remember any of this. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I used to have about a fifteen minute drive to Win Dixie and Stark, fifteen to twenty minutes, and it would just, I'd be like, fuck, I'm pulling into Keystone. Wow, that whole straight road drive was just a blur. But yeah, man. Uh, so that's American Truck Simulator. Let's do fan questions and then we'll have the big reveal because Jeff is going to join us again in two weeks for his Patreon selection. Yeah. That's right. So, but let's run through the Enjoy questions. your December of Jeff, everybody. <laughs> yeah. So, Jeff Semper. All right. So, our first question from Sin from our buddy Fenris What do you call in game currency that has no name? It's like a game that, where you're playing that the currency doesn't really have a name. What do you usually call it? Willie. I love calling it Zenny. Zenny. I don't know where I get that from. I think it's originally from like Dragon Ball Z or something. And it, maybe it's a common name in Japanese things. But Zenny always nice. I like that. I'm pretty generic. I just always call if it doesn't have a name. I always go with gold. Just because gold's kind of like your standard RPG mm. type of currency. So if it doesn't have a name. Like in Pokemon. Like I don't know what that symbol is. But I call it gold. <laughs> uh, I, Probably because I was a Final Fantasy kid. I end up calling a lot of things Gil. Yeah. Um, but gold is another one too, and I think that's the D and D player in me. It's like mm. all the gold. I'm, I'm probably the lame one. I just called cash. That's yeah, cool. 
give it, give me the cash, y'all. All, all those answers yeah. made sense. Like, I, I would also expect dollars, but those are basically yeah. the answers. Zenny is my favorite really. out of all. <laughs> it's a fun like generic it. currency. Sometimes they use shekels. Shekels, I like that too. Rupees. Well, that's actually what they use it in Zelda. Rupees. So. Is- <laughs> mm. Yeah, that's, I mean, yeah. that's a real currency. Yep. India is rupees. All right. So this one also comes in from Fenris. What's a better Pokemon game? Pokemon Red, Blue, Yellow, or Let's Go Eating Pikachu? Basically asking nostalgia versus modernization. Um, I haven't played like a lot of the modern ones that you mentioned, but in my personal opinion, it's probably the modern ones. Like, there's definitely the charm and nostalgia going back to like Red, Blue, and Yellow. But like, you even mentioned this in a question too. Is like. You know Fire Red and Leaf Green are better. Let's go Pikachu and Eevee. I know that they had their complaints, but they're probably a lot easier for, especially somebody new to the series, wanting to play like the classics. They're, I, I would probably tell them to play those without having even having playing them myself. I have never like I've never played any of the modern Pokemon, so I'm sure objectively they are better. But I'm gonna have to go with you know Red, Blue, Yellow because those are the ones I have played. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't played the Let's Go's either, so I'm just going to abstain. So am I, am I the only one that's played Let's Go? Sounds Go? like it. All right. Well, I have played Pokemon Yellow, and I have played Pokemon Let's Go Eevee. I've beaten Pokemon Yellow. I returned Pokemon Let's Go Eevee. <laughs> um, and I just I traded it for something else. So like, Let's Go Pikachu. <laughs> my, issue, <laughs> my issue with Let's Go Eevee was the when you run into Pokemon in in nature or whatever um you didn't really have your pokemon battles you kind of just went in there and you could like throw them berries and stuff and then chuck a pokeball at them and it was just like missing a core con and i get it that's more like along the lines of the show where ash would just be like go pokemon and throw a pokeball pokeball at it and uh i don't know it just didn't do it for me as much it's why i much preferred like when arsis came out or uh or you know hearing about scarlet and violet those sound and sword and shield much more up my alley than let's go was that makes Um, sense so i I'm going to tell you, play Pokemon Yellow or, like you mentioned, Fire Red, Leaf Green. And even even with Silver and Gold, like if you can, like if you have a PC or a phone, fuck, if you have a fucking smartphone, get a DS emulator, play Heart Gold or Soul Silver, which were the remakes. Mm-hmm. They're fantastic. They're fantastic. The only time that I could think of where I would not recommend the remakes was um, Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. Those games sucked, honestly. I did not like the remakes they did of those, which sucked because I was really looking forward to them. But out of Pokemon Shield, Pokemon Legends Arceus, and Pokemon Scarlet, which just came out last week, I have the least hours in Brilliant Brilliant Shining Pearl just because it just didn't gel well. So I think there's probably... A little bit of answer column A, a little bit of column B, depending on the game and what the remake was like, honestly. And the best Pokemon game was Pokemon Snap. <laughs> that was a good game. Pokemon Snap was hey. fire. I, but I want to throw out there, like I mentioned earlier, I've been playing Nexomon. Um, if you have a PC and you want something Pokemon-esque that's like an evolution of how Pokemon used to be, definitely check out Nexomon Extinction and check out the game Coromon, which is C-O-R-O-M-O-N. Like both of those games are on Steam. They might. I think. I think Nexomon Extinction is actually on PS4 and stuff now too. Uh, con- it got console releases, but <clears throat> worth your time. They're more along the lines of the older Pokemon style games as far as being 2D, but they're funny. Nice. They are fucking funny. Like I sent a thing today to the <laughs> the the, uh, the host chat where I walked up to the first item shop and there's this dude standing outside and he's just like, "Man, it's just me. Is there something weird about this shop owner?" 
Like, there's just something otherworldly about him, but I can't put my finger on it. And I was like, oh, well, I wonder what this dude's going to look like. And I walked in, and it's a cat. <laughs> it's just like a cat dude. He's like, hey, welcome to the shop. How, what can I help you with? And I'm just like, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> it's just little stupid shit like that cracks me up, man. Like, they keep making jokes about, like, this isn't a video game. Like, <laughs> and things like that. I, just, I don't know. I love the fourth wall break. So, but yeah, Nexamon, Coromon, check those out, too. Um, Hell yeah. But but my answer for this, yellow. Pokemon yellow. Nice. All right. And this next one comes in from Kana. Did you pick up anything good on the Steam sales? I didn't. No. <laughs> no. So there was a pretty good Steam sale, and I picked up a few things that I'm pretty excited about from it. So there was one game that Jeremy had recommended to me called, I, I, hell if I pronounce this right, Sinmora EX, which is kind of like a sh- Sinmora. kind of like a shmuppy game, which looks like a lot of fun. And I saw this on Steam a while ago and added to my wish list in case it ever went on sale, which was Mickey Mouse's Castle of Illusion. So I'm looking forward to playing that because this looks like a fun old school platformer. But the more oh, yeah. substantial ones that I've ended up picking up was, and I've started this one, was Spelunky. Some, always seen it, always wanted to play it. So I finally started playing it. it God, that game's brutal. It's hard, but it's fun. Yeah. Um, That's what I've always heard about that game is it's hard as fuck. Yeah. Like, every little thing you do wrong just snowballs into catastrophe. (laughs) Uh, That's a really good way of phrasing it. And then also got Super Monkey Ball Banana Blitz HD, which I was enjoying the other Super Monkey Ball game so much that I got this one. Um, Then I got Blasphemous. Yeah. And finally, Jeremy, I got Judgment. Oh, sweet. Hell yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. That's what's yeah, up. So that was my Steam um, sale for November. I I picked up a couple of things. I don't know if these would considered be on the Steam sale per se, but um, <clears throat> I got Disciples to Galleon's Return. I got Quest Hunter. I got the original The Room. Um, did not hit I got her. Ultimate. I did not. <laughs> You're oh, tearing me apart, Lisa. Oh hi, Mark. <laughs> oh hi, Mark. <laughs> You are my favorite customer. Yeah, The Room. Uh, I got Ultimate Fishing Simulator Two. Um, I got Call of the Wild, the Angler, which like the Hunter Call of the Wild is the hunting game I really want to play with you guys. Um, mm. The Angler, let's put it this way: Ultimate Fishing Simulator Two and the Angler both need some updates, but they're both serviceable for what they are so far. Still, rather play the original Ultimate Fishing Simulator. Yeah, okay. so far. Um, I also got, um, I believe it was Arcader posted that there was a ninety percent off sale for the XCOM series on uh steam so i snagged that so i got xcom 1 xcom 2 and xcom chimera squad nice. um nate you would fucking probably not like xcom nope. <laughs> but it's i have it on epic a good though, the first one at least <laughs> and then uh and then i got the original nexamon nice because i had extinction and i just was like you know what i'll get the first game and play that one first since the second one improved on the first i was like i'd rather play the first one without the improvements and then go to the game with the improvements. If that makes any sense at all. So that's what I've been doing for this. That was my Steam sale. Hey, but you, Jeff, did you get anything? Nope. Okay. All right. This next one comes in from Adam. How many games did you own for the first consoles in your household? And how? And what do you think about how access to games now and how it's changed gaming? It's kind of a two-parter there. What I think about is like our first real console was the NES and that console Mm. lasted us a very long time. Right. So like when we first got, I think we had like Super Mario Brothers, Mike Tyson's Punch Out and maybe a couple other Tetris, maybe a couple other games. But that collection never stopped expanding. Like we were still 
We were still playing those through the PlayStation yeah. 2 era. Still getting new NES games and still love Yeah, them. so it's, like, really hard to answer that question because, like, we would, even as kids, like, have our mom take us to freaking a pawn shop and buy a copy of Castlevania, you know? So, yeah. Me and Willie both have the same answer for that, I feel like. What about you guys? What were, like, your first yeah. consoles? And what games well, did you have? Well, for me, our, our first console was uh, an NES, and my parents, they hate video games they still do so it's just one of those if we bought something or if we asked for something they were not happy about it yeah but i'm, I'm just trying to think of all the games we've had and i would say it was about we maybe had 15 of them and just yeah yeah just it, it's just it's, it's and we had we played that thing NES, and even still to this day, but that was our only console. Let's see, we got that in 87. Like, we, we didn't get a, any, a new console until 99, so we just had we had the NES for 12 years. Yeah. Woo! It's a long time, man. I still have mine sitting right over here by me. Yeah, I still um, have mine as well. It needs to be cleaned, so but... I, I, I had an NES and a Master System, right? My first what I consider was my console was the PlayStation 1, and I can't tell you how many games we had for that. We had a bunch of them. But for the NES and the Sega Master System, I can count. Um, I had 14 games for the NES, and I had nine games for the Sega Master System, not counting uh, the two games that are on the system itself, which I think is Hang On and some uh, shooting game, like a shooting gallery game. Yeah, so what do you think about access to games now and how it's changed gaming. <clears throat> well, to me, the main thing is I think that the cost of printing games has gotten a lot lower, so that's why games have stayed about $60 despite inflation over those years, is printing a cartridge was more expensive than printing a CD, and printing a digital game was cheaper than both. So the fact that we still have $60 AAA titles is basically the price it's been the whole time. It's crazy. Do you? Okay, so I think that it's, it's, it's a good thing. Because there's now a more access to like others, like like for instance, Yakuza. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, would we be playing all those games if we didn't have the access to all of these different kinds of games? Like, you know, like it would have been like maybe one of your friends had the Yakuza game for PS2, and then you never heard about it again. Yep. <clears throat> you know. Um, but also, just quick tangent: Don't you think that digital games should be cheaper than physical copies, even even by a small mm-hmm. margin? Like, no, because I think that we are already in the age where digital games are games, and the physical games, if anything, should be more expensive. Um, because with the development of video games, like video games have not gotten any more expensive, like Willie said, in like the last 30 years. However, the cost yeah. to create a video game, the studios, everything has skyrocketed. So Ooh. the fact that they have been able to keep video games at $60... Prices have technically gone down for video games over the year when compared to inflation. So, in my opinion, no, I don't think a digital game should be cheaper than a physical game. If anything, a physical game should be more expensive than a digital game. But the sixty dollars well, I mean, price that, still makes a hell of a lot of sense for a brand new AAA title. And I, I agree with that. And that's kind of like what I meant was like, don't you think the physical game, like, so say sixty dollars, so fifty nine ninety nine for the digital game, whatever you want to call it. Wouldn't the, say the physical seventy five people would gawk at that, but 
and that might be that might be a too big of a jump. You know what I mean? Maybe seventy for a physical game instead of it. But that's like they got to recoup the money for the materials and stuff that went into making the case, the disc. But then they're gonna have to start putting art books back in or like manuals back in and things, which is like nowadays you get a physical game nine times out of ten, it's not gonna have anything in there but a disc or a cartridge. No, I think physical games are just for collectors of physical games now. Everything else is digital. Like I still buy physical Switch games, but I don't think it's at all necessary. I don't think my life has improved because of it. I'm just an old fart that still likes physical games. And honestly, if they would start charging $15 more for them and not provide those additional features like a manual and things, I might just move straight to dis- digital. Yeah. So then, uh, Jeff, how do you think the the, out, the reach of games? You Basically, you guys have said it all. It, it's, it's, I don't know what more I can add to it. You get, You guys have said it all. I, I agree with everything you all said. Yeah. Makes sense. So with that being said, I think we're going to kind of hold off and do some of these fan questions on the next episode just to kind of move things around a little bit. Um, what about you guys? Got anything you want to plug this week? Um, I mean, I have some stuff to plug, but first and foremost, Jeff. Oh, yeah. Durr, it's, time for the, it's time for the reveal, sir. All right. So I've been obviously holding this one very close to my chest and, you know, just to say a couple honorable mentions, I was thinking of doing, you know, No Man's Sky, mm. Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh. Uh, I had another one. I lost it. But the one that it all comes down to, Willie, you're going to love this. I want to do Descent Free Space. All right. Nice. Okay. Okay. So I was wrong. You were wrong, Dalton. So I was wrong. My guess was... Well, so what I was told... Was that you said that playing it would make us want to play the rest of the series? Correct. I, the one, hear, uh, the one other game, <laughs> one other game of the series. When I hear series, I think of more than two. I don't know why. So I was like, okay, so maybe I was like, oh, Grand Theft Auto. He loves Grand Theft Auto Four. That's got to be worth that. That will actually that wrong. wasn't a game to think about, but it's just one of those. There, it's, it's, too, long. it's, it's too long. It's it's too long the game. Yeah, I think I mean I think Descent Free Space, the first one. I think you could probably beat it in like ten to twenty hours. Yeah, it's a, like, it's a really the campaign is shorter than Free Space Two, and I didn't think Free Space Two had that long of a campaign. I mean, I, I, and Free Space One did have an expansion, but that's just it, it, you can skip it if you need it. It's just one of those side things. I mean, it's a, it's another full game, but it's not necessary. And there, there's a chance I'll hit it up then. If anybody wants to play along. Um, it's on GOG. I don't know if it's on Steam, but I know it's on GOG. And I want to say at, at one point, the first Descent Free Space was free. I don't know if it still is. But at oh, one point... Hold on. It's $10 on Steam. It's like... Oh, okay. Yeah. It is on Steam then. Okay. I thought that uh, that would be a, a GOG exclusive being how old, it's an older game, but uh, I'm wrong. All right. Steam stepping their game up. Heck yeah. All right. Well, then let's uh, run through the house cleaning, shall we, gentlemen? Do it to it. If you would like to join the Discord, you can go to bit.ly slash TSMP Discord, all capital letters, and come in and join in on the fun. Uh, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter, too. Uh, we're not super active on there, but you know, just search the Steam Machine Podcast. You'll find us. Uh, link to the website, bit.ly slash, excuse me, the Steam Machine Podcast. Um, if you want to support the show, which would be wonderful, I would very much appreciate it. It would be uh, www.patreon.com slash the Steam Machine Podcast. You can donate as little as a dollar a month and get the episodes early and ad-free, or you could donate at least $10 or more and get 
a shout out on each and every episode like these wonderful people. Nate Sir Cogsworth, the 7th of Juniper, Jeff, the original expendable Mr. Syllables, old Jeffy Loop himself, the grumpy one, uh, Aries or Adam, shout out to his podcast, Revival and Extinction, James, the Steam Machine Monitor Hall, Steam Machine Hall Monitor Hall, excuse me, I fucked it up, and Team Retro, check him out on YouTube. <clears throat> and thank you to anyone who even gives a dollar a month to get the episodes early. It means a lot to us that you show us that uh, support. 100,000%. Grumble, grumble. The fact that you're that excited to hear our shit early. That just that warms my heart and makes it so much easier to record this every week. I want to warm the cockles of your heart. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, also, shout out to, speaking of warming cocks, shout out to Yazpod, yet another BS podcast. If you want to hear me be absolutely filthy each and every week, <clears throat> you can check us out over there. Uh, the opposite spectrum of that, you want to hear me be absolutely family friendly, you can check me out each and every week or sometimes bi-weekly depending on the news. The JRPG Report is a weekly to bi-weekly JRPG news show. You want to get a shirt from any of like our podcasts. I'm going to be working on putting more designs up and everything. TSMPproductions.threadless.com. If you like our music, nilethenightmare.bandcamp.com. And if you would, please leave us a five-star review on iTunes or a thumbs up on Spotify. Or if any of where you get your podcasts has a rating system, if we if you feel that we've earned the five-star, throw it, throw it to us. And if you feel like we haven't, throw it to us and talk shit in the comment. But give us a five-star comment <laughs> anyway. And uh, then we will be back in two weeks with descent free space and this little guy that's in the corner of my monitor right now old mr syllables himself jeff yeah, the, Je- the jeff simber continues <laughs> so well the reason i'm glad we are doing this in december because actually next sunday this coming sunday will be my birthday oh yeah oh what's the date Damn. the 11th the 11th oh megan's birthday is the 12th wow yeah. my sister-in-law is the 10th oh shit son People. Jesus Christ is the 25th. People were getting busy nine months ago. <laughs> Anyways, on that note, we, us four will catch you all in two weeks for some free, uh, free, dis, free descent space. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yep, you got, got it in Western. <laughs> we're going, we're going to Frito space. <laughs> As always, guys, take it easy.